Two Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Two Brothers, One Mike. I'm Joe, and as always, my brother, Coach Tony, is here. Tony. Hello, everybody out there in T-Bomb land. Welcome to another episode of Two Brothers, One Mike. Joe, we are already into episode 14 of season two. I mean, time is flying as we have fun, or should I say time is flying when you have fun. I don't know, <laughs> I, however you want to put it, right? But uh, today we, we jump into that supplement category. Let's talk about creatine. What is it? What's its purpose? What are the benefits? And so on and so forth. Sadly, Joe, I didn't want to tell you this. I know you as well will need counseling after hearing me say this. I could not figure out how to tie creatine to our favorite era of the 70s and 80s. So my apologies. I have failed you as a co-host. <laughs> no, I, I got your back on this one. I was thinking oh. about that earlier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, here's something. If there was only something we could think of in the 80s that, that was supposed to enhance your performance, make you maybe jump higher or run faster, if there was anything like that that actually existed, but oh, wait. We have your what was it the uh, the Air Jordans? You were supposed to be able to jump higher and further. There's something that now we know oh. that, that was you know a bunch of marketing hype, of course. Well, maybe. Uh, well, <laughs> I think because I, I don't know anyone else but MJ who does what he did. Well, he had he had uh, a ton of creatine. He had a lot of ATP production, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But go ahead. Certainly, but no, no, no. For him, it was the shoes. Come on. But my point is, uh, here we are. You know, uh, uh, talking about creatine. There's actually science that backs a lot of the enhancing uh, properties that it has, as uh -huh. opposed to these shoes. But they were from the 80s, and so there's a bit of a tie in there. Uh, the first pair was, I believe, in 84, specifically just for MJ, and then they hit the market in 85 for the public so that everybody can, you know, do half, half court, uh, uh, fly through the air, slam dunks, you know? slam dunks. And, and, and uh, you know, what's amazing. They have not, they have th that marketing play that has not slowed down at all. Uh, our kids, you know, our 12 year olds mm -hmm. and not your older one, but our 12 year olds, <clears throat> they still talk about those shoes all the time as if, you know, it's amazing that four decades later, almost, they're still talking about those tennis shoes. So oh, hats, hey, off. hats off to him, you know. Absolutely. They're still watching uh, Space Jam, the original. The original, Space yes. Jam, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, uh, going on and about it, you know, uh, from yeah. there. And uh, like Mike with Little Bow Wow. Uh, yeah, so, there was, so it wasn't explosive. Um, it wasn't the ATP process. It wasn't creatine production that helped Michael Jordan jump and fly through the air. It was the shoes. It, was it had shoes. to be the shoes. It's got to be the shoes. That's what yeah. I was my understanding. And uh, that's a good pickup right there. That's a good pickup for the 80s. So, all right, well, let's get, let's get the party started, shall we? I mean, it started, but let's really get into it here. Uh... Most of you have heard the word. We've already said it on the show. You know, it is a supplement that athletes use, quote unquote. Sometimes you know why. Sometimes you think it's bad for you based on some of the things you've read. Sometimes you think it's good for you based on some of the things you've read. But what exactly is creatine? So if we want to get very technical here, which I bet most of us don't, uh, let's say briefly when speaking with our neighbor, who's a biochemist, while we're out there doing yard work and he or she just absolutely insists on talking to you about it, they will tell you that creatine is a compound formed in protein metabolism and present 
and much living tissue involved in the supply of energy for muscular contraction. That sounds so interesting. Who are we kidding? The majority of you just said, hey, uh, let's keep it simple, stupid. And I agree. You know, I agree 100%. Right. And yeah. here's the thing. What, what a lot of people uh, may not realize is I think they think creatine is just bought on a store shelf and put into, you know, into a, a supplement drink. And they think they don't realize that, no, your body already naturally produces creatine. It is naturally produced by the body and skeletal muscle. Yes. Yeah. So if you if you research the supplement and I indeed had to to learn about this with several of my certifications with ISSA. You'll find that simply put, let's keep it simple here, right? Creatine is a natural compound produced by your body, as Joe just said, mm-hmm. and stored in your muscles to allow for movement, particularly quick bursts of energy, kind of like jumping from the free throw line and dunking the basketball. It's got to be the shoes, though, <laughs> right? So... The claim to fame for this substance is that it helps an individual to strengthen their muscles, create muscular size, help injury prevention, and produce better results when engaging in high-intensity workouts. And I guess the big question is why? You know, why? And before you go there, too, uh, you know, one more thing to talk about. There's that word supplement again, right? Mm -hmm. As we said, it's something that adds or enhances something you already have, right? So you take a protein supplement to give you more protein uh, above the foods that you're taking in, right? Right. Um, And now here we are with creatine. We already have creatine. This is a supplement. It's there to (laughs) add to it or enhance the amount that you already have. So, again, when you're taking this, it's just something to keep in mind because, again, I think a lot of people – can't get it out of their head that like you don't have to overdo it. You already have some of this going on, yeah. provided you're, you know, an exercise, guru. somebody who's exercising yeah. and, and yeah. doing what they're you a know. fitness guru, so to speak. Sure, uh, yeah, but you know, it's interesting what you just said there because natural substance found in the muscle, but it's also found in red meats and fish. So mm-hmm. there's the food that we talk about. Uh, the problem though is this: it's found there in much lower levels. So therefore, the purpose of supplementing higher amounts from the powdered form that we find, uh, where we purchase it in such places as, we'll say, GNC. So creatine, ladies and gentlemen, is a huge part. You may have heard me say this earlier when Joe was talking about the Jordan tennis shoes. It's a huge part of a process we call ATP. That stands for adenosine triphosphate we're not gonna don't don't get scared we're not gonna go deep into this okay and use a bunch of technical sciencey words as we call them atp is adenosine triphosphate joe i like i said i don't want to go too far here but this process here is uh something that you absolutely need right Mm -hmm. um so i was thinking let's save that for next week's episode, when we talk with Ron, the pharmacist, I think that would be the perfect show for him to talk about adenosine triphosphate. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, this might be a little bit beyond our pay grade, although yeah. I know you know what you're talking about. But I think uh, most people would want to hear it coming from coming right from the man himself. Yeah, and we're yeah. going to have him on next week, so why not? The man. But I, I will say this for the purpose of the purposes of the, of this show right here. Mm-hmm. Without ATP, folks, we would fall to the ground, ladies and gentlemen. And we would stay motionless. We wouldn't even be able to blink. So what creatine does is it can increase ATP energy production in the body, which supplies us with all the benefits mentioned a moment ago. So, Joe, yeah, I uh, 
I just thought of something. The ADD mm-hmm. kicked in. I just thought of something. Now, you mentioned something about the 80s, but I'm sorry. Something just kicked into my head when I just talked about that just now. Sure, go ahead. You're, you, folks, you are witnessing my brain working in the moment right now. This is not <laughs> scripted in the show. This is my brain working as I just thought, as I just thought about what I was talking about right there, okay? When you're talking about ATP, and we're talking about falling to the ground and remaining motionless, and then when I said we wouldn't even be able to blink I just thought about the movie Mannequin. Folks, 1987, Andrew McCarthy, Kim Cattrall. I can't remember anybody else. I think James Spader was in it. Kim Cattrall was a mannequin in that movie. She had no ATP, Joe. She had no creatine. She couldn't move. And then suddenly, the ATP process took place. She came to life, and she was able to jump on the back of motorcycles, run through the mall, being chased by the cops with Andrew McCarthy. And then the ATP process went away again. Creatine went away again. Are you following me on this? I I'm, uh, Yes, I am now, but I have to tell you, we definitely have to talk to Ron, the pharmacist, about you. You need some medication. Well, I, I mean, that is amazing. <laughs> how, I you, just, how you went from, wow, <laughs> that is that amazing. Was, but listen that is, to me. That, that is, is a true is, 80s guru right here. Yeah. That, that is what that is. <laughs> Kim Cattrall had no identity triphosphate when she was a mannequin. She came to life, creatine production ensued and the ATP process took place and she was able to with great explosive movements jump over things get through the mall her and Andrew McCarthy trying to escape the cops I can't believe this 1986 87 I can't remember 1987 possibly uh the great hit nothing is going to stop us now from Jefferson Starship came out of that movie I believe let's move on folks you have just witnessed a great moment in two brothers one Mike history (laughs) so Creatine can increase ATP energy production in the body, supplying us with all the benefits that I just mentioned and Joe mentioned a few moments ago. So for now, just know creatine is a very powerful supplement when consumed properly. And that is the big thing right there, consumed properly. And we're going to bring that up a little bit in this show, Joe, but even more so when we talk to Ron, the pharmacist next week, because that's where people have so many problems when it comes to supplementation. We've mentioned that before. Uh, The big question we ask ourselves, and as a trainer, I'm going to tell you this. I have to be very careful when suggesting this to anybody, especially kids. I will not suggest this to my kids unless I'm asked by their parents. So adults, listen up too, okay? Is it safe? Too much of anything is not good, all right? We've heard that old adage a million times with everything in life. Uh, There are obvious situations where creatine is probably going to be a no-no. Women, ladies, if you are pregnant or if you are breastfeeding, I am going to tell you that most likely your doctor is going to tell you, if you ask them, that creatine is out of the equation for the time being. There is not extensive research from what I've seen in studies, okay? But err on the side on the side of caution, I guarantee you your doctor most likely is going to tell you that. And there they are again, those people that we call doctors, physicians, right? Healthcare specialists that can lead you in the right direction when you are going to adjust your lifestyle of fitness, nutritional lifestyle, supplementation. So for the most part, creatine is indeed a safe and effective product. There are a ton of studies that have proven the safe consumption of this substance and why millions take it. And and Joe, if we could include the link that I sent you not that long ago to the Healthline article in this podcast, in the description of this podcast, I should say, uh, 
that article has links all over to all of these wonderful studies for our listeners today that would be great for them to be able to look at and research on their own. So, yeah, no, I'll de- yeah, no, I'll definitely add that in. Also, uh, just a quick update because I had uh, spoken last week about how the links weren't working in the descriptions. I was able to go in and I, I just had it directly coded into the into the description, so they are clickable. That you can still uh, view the papers that we've referenced, uh, uh, any sort of study, or uh, I believe I, I had for uh, the Amber husband butcher uh, uh interview yes some of her links if somebody wanted to c- contact her via social media um but I, I have it all working now so we're good to go and i'll do the same thing with this one so awesome. people have access to that as well and that's absolutely awesome yeah so so before we before we get to all the all the benefits let's not wait uh to talk about why some may not let's say not not want to work with this product now, we do not want to get deep into the research, as I pointed out. The link in the description that Joe is providing in this podcast has all that info there to click on and allow you, the listener, to read away. Again, we bring this up often, don't we, Joe? We can catch you, all right, if you fall down the hill. Folks, we cannot keep carrying you up the hill. You have to do the work. We're providing you with all the information. We're providing it right here and right now. We're going to provide it next week with our expert, Ron, the pharmacist. And we're putting the research in the art, in, in the actual podcast. You have to do some of the work. However, nonetheless, I will point out a few things from the research when it comes to the negatives as well as the positives. So here's some big reasons why you definitely consult your physician. If you are someone, now listen. If you are someone who deals with kidney issues such as renal disease, Mm -hmm. which can cause complications with kidney function, you should absolutely, in my opinion, not be supplementing your diet with creatine. And I can guarantee you when you ask your doctor, if you are one of these people, they're going to tell you the same. Creatine is metabolized, for one, by your kidneys. So that is the last thing you want to do is complicate that process even more so if you do have renal disease. That and answers a question I was just about to ask you uh, if it had an, an ill effect on on kidney function. Yes, and yeah. and so and that's something that you have to and there's in in this particular article that you're including, uh, you can actually folks look that up in there and they give all that information right there. Here's another thing: uh, it can also cause some other issues. Though these issues are reported as rare, and I'm going to tell you right now as a trainer and somebody who was 22 years old and did this, I understand where people come from when they try this, especially younger people. 17% of our listeners listen up because you're between the ages of 18 and 22. Issues such as vomiting, diarrhea, and bloating due to water retention in your muscles may occur, which causes temporary weight gain, obviously, right? That would be the byproduct Mm -hmm. of bloating and water retention. And the reason why I'm going to tell you more times than not is because you are not following directions. When I was 22 years old and I really started getting into strength training, I thought more creatine was better. And I was doing almost twice the recommended dosage for about a month. And when I tell you I began to cramp up have diarrhea and bloat. And I didn't know why back then, but as time went on, the more I learned about creatine and the more I understood about creatine, the more I realized I was not very smart when I was 22 years old. Please 
follow the dosages, young people and older people alike. Moving on, if you have Parkinson's disease, what is Parkinson's disease? That is a disorder in the central nervous system that affects movement. A lot of times it may cause such things as tremors. So here's the thing about Parkinson's disease, and you'll find this in this particular article that we're including, this research article. You may, it may cause Parkinson's disease to get worse faster if you are combining, based on studies, creatine and caffeine in excess together. But they've also found some good things when just using creatine to help with those different things in the central nervous system that affect your movements, where creatine, which indeed increases muscular movement, helps with people who have Parkinson's disease. Now, it's not a done deal. The studies are ongoing. Okay. And again, read all about it in this particular article that we've included. But it's when you add too much caffeine. And again, Joe, this is where I am really looking forward to talking to Ron, the pharmacist, when he talks about some of the things that when you combine it with creatine may cause an ill effect on the body. Yeah. Definitely. So, so therefore, you should always watch your caffeine intake if you have Parkinson's. But I, why am I saying I'm, I'm skipping over letters here? If you have Parkinson's and are using creatine to supplement your diet, please. And I don't think I have to say here. You should, you know, consult your physician, your doctor before you ever even think about taking a supplement. If you have any of the aforementioned diseases leading into a different change in your lifestyle of supplementation, you have to talk to your doctor. You have to explain to them what you want to do because they know your medical history. And what I'm telling you about here, folks, that's not just coming off the top of my head. That is coming directly from Medline Plus, which is located in the National Library of Medicine. This is not just something coming off the top of my head that I saw in a newspaper article uh, at the local deli, okay? That's not a, a paper at the local deli. It's, it's coming off of a reputable sources. And let's move forward here. Studies have found that if you suffer from any type of bipolar disorder, creatine can definitely worsen the condition. Folks, you have to talk to your doctor. They know your medical history, as I just said. Let's keep this in mind. When, you, when we're talking about such disorders as bipolar, okay, you have to really make sure you understand how supplementation can affect your disease in a positive way and in a negative way. Your physician must play a big role in that. So let's keep this in mind, no pun intended. Just like our skeletal muscle, our brains enjoy the ATP process as well. When running at optimal levels, the brain also needs phosphocreatine, which is a naturally occurring substance in the body that, you guessed it, helps in the manufacturing of ATP for muscle contraction. Energy, folks, that's what it is. Now, the research says this, and there have been many research studies out there. Supplementing creatine may improve the following conditions from a neurological standpoint. Alzheimer's disease. We just talked about Parkinson's disease, Huntington's disease, epilepsy, brain or spinal cord injuries, motor neuron disease, 
memory and brain function in older adults. So it's not just skeletal muscle we're talking about now. It's different things, different avenues that can help with different diseases and different injuries that are brain-related, neurological diseases. And I find it very interesting, Joe. I could tell you this right now because I've been talking to one of my athletes, a young lady who suffered a very traumatic injury to her brain not that long ago, a little over a year. And she is doing fantastic. Her progress is fantastic. I've been following her journey. And she said to me, uh, she texted me, she said, can we have a conversation about creatine? Because she does a ton of research. Because that's just how she is. Okay, she's very, she, she is, um, uh, not only is she a fantastic athlete, but she is a fantastic mind um, when it comes to, studying and researching and always trying to better herself regardless of what she's up against. And so she found out about creatine. She found out about studies such as this one. And she was asking me about creatine. I did not know anything about this. So I found this particular article. And uh, I think this is something that is fantastic. But here's where here's more more research needs to be done. And you will find this in the article linked to the description of this podcast. Much of the current research on these different types of diseases for the brain and different type of brain injuries, much of the research has been performed on animals. So we need more research on humans, uh, more, definitely more research on humans need to be done. And this, this however, was interesting, Joe. Uh, one of the studies that I saw, one six-month study in children with dramatic, uh, traumatic, I should say, brain injury, observed something very interesting. A 70% reduction in fatigue and a 50% reduction in dizziness. And again, that study is in this article. Let me say that again, folks. There was a six-month study that was done on children with traumatic brain injury taking creatine. And after six months, the observation was, a 70% reduction in fatigue for these young people and a 50% reduction in dizziness. And again, you can find that study along with a plethora of other studies in the link that Joe has provided in the description of the podcast. Here's another one. Here we are now. We're, 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 we're giving you information here, but there's so much more. Vegetarians out there, there's a show for you on Two Brothers, One Mike, right? We said we're going to tackle every type of eating lifestyle you could possibly think of, and we're not leaving you guys out. Absolutely not. Know this. When you're vegetarian, it's only obvious creatine through food consumption is kind of scarce. Because if you heard me earlier, Joe, what did I say? Red meat, fish. Mm -hmm. This is something that your strictest vegetarians, which I believe we call that the vegan diet, they don't eat that for sure, right? And so that being said, if they're not getting any creatine production from those two particular food items, and as you get older, by the way, your body produces less and less creatine, they need a supplement to help them in their everyday, their everyday dietary needs. So there was a study, again, in this article, and I, you know, I, I know I'm throwing a lot of studies out there, but I'm, I'm teasing you guys. I'm giving you some teasers here. There's so many more studies in the article. This particular study, when they, they did it on vegetarians, supplementing creatine over a period of time 
caused a 50% improvement in a memory test and a 20% improvement in intelligence test scores for these vegetarians over a period of time. And again, that's taken directly from the article. I am giving you guys all the opportunities here. Read more and more and more in the link provided. It gives you so much more about what this supplement can do for you. Yeah, you know, you were talking about uh, something earlier here too, how uh, creatine can benefit those with Alzheimer's disease and anything, you know, memory and brain function older adults. I'm wondering if they did anything as far as dementia. Um, they did. You know, and I would think that because dementia is, I guess it's like a lighter version of Alzheimer's. Uh, uh, I can't, the, I'm definitely not, I'm definitely not an authority in that. Uh, well, that realm, to, yeah. we, we've had relatives who had both dementia yes. and Alzheimer's yes. and uh, to, to think about them, they were completely, mm. uh, Alzheimer's seems to be the one that is, you know, the, the worst form of it. Whereas dementia was, you know, just forgetting dates and, you know, all, knew everybody's names, you know, but couldn't yes. tell you what they had for dinner. Uh, an hour before. So, you know, so uh, I wonder what the effects are specifically on, on dementia. Um, you know, uh, just, to, is there anything that's mentioned in there about that? There, there is some talk of dementia in the article. I didn't look to see if there was an actual research study on dementia alone um, or what it said, but what we can do is check that article for next week and maybe include that in the show with Ron, the pharmacist, for sure. Um, For sure. And again, there was so much research in this article. It would literally taken me three weeks to finish all of it uh, and really get an understanding from A to Z of everything this article was offering. I'm definitely going to keep going back to it uh, for sure. But, but that's, that's a great, a great thing to point out when it comes to the benefits of creatine. So if you're looking at a few more benefits mentioned, you know, briefly, uh, earlier we mentioned them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this first before continuing. Listen to this capital T here, folks, the, the, the natural medicines, comprehensive database. That's the name of this entity. The natural medicines, comprehensive database considered the most authoritative resource available on dietary supplements, natural medicines and complementary alternative and integrative therapies. It has a rating system. They use a rating system. The scale is used based on scientific evidence that has been discovered through research. Now I'm going to read to you the different levels of the scale. So pay attention. Here's the scale. The top notch is considered labeled effective. Second would be likely effective. Third would be possibly effective. Fourth, possibly ineffective as we start going downhill. Fifth, likely ineffective. Sixth, ineffective. And then the last one, insufficient evidence to rate. Just not enough evidence to give it any of the ratings that I just mentioned. So when looking at creatine, different categories, let's say, okay? How did this institution rate the supplement in different categories using this scale. When you're looking at things that were effective, I didn't find anything in this article. When looking at things that could have been likely effective, I didn't find anything in this article. When looking at 
possibly effective? I found a few things. Things like athletic performance, disorders of creatine metabolism, muscle strength. Remember we talked about that. Age-related muscle loss as we get older. You know, and when we talk about age-related muscle loss, you know, creatine may help improve muscle strength in older adults. It seems to work best when used along with exercise, obviously, to build your muscles. It doesn't seem to help when used in, in lower doses as maybe a single dose or when used for long periods of time. So there's good and bad when it comes to that, okay? But what, as atrophy sets in as we get older and creatine production, which is naturally produced by the body for skeletal muscle purposes, is being produced less and less, a supplement, a creatine supplement, may be very good for you for so many different reasons. When you look at possibly ineffective as the rating scale, possibly ineffective, they looked at certain diseases, Things like ALS, which is Luke Gehrig's disease, it didn't seem like creatine did anything to help those people that were suffering from Luke Gehrig's disease, which is a horrible disease. I don't know about you, Joe, but I have seen several people go through that, and it is heartbreaking to say the least. Um, and unfortunately, boy, wouldn't it be fantastic if all you needed to do was take creatine? Um, really? Yeah, right? yeah. You know, I mean, wow. And if but, for anyone who is uh, just, if you're even looking to find a story or anything to 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 you know read about, uh, I believe it Tuesday with Maury. Tuesdays with Maury, I believe it's called, uh, and it's about a newspaper journalist. This is a true story uh-huh. of this man as he was going. You know, he, they were documenting like every week. Uh, the progression of the disease and everything that was going on with him. But it's more than that. It's not just about what was happening, but uh, how he was handling it. Um, got you. You know, it, it, so it, it's a really good read. So just something to throw in there. I got you. Um, uh, yeah, that's – wait, what is it called again? Tuesdays with Maury. Tuesdays with Maury. It's usually – I'll say this. I, I believe it's been assigned in almost every college campus in one – subject or another that you're taking <laughs> okay uh, there's always there always i was running that you... go ahead no uh there was uh either an ethics or anything that deals with uh you know I, I think it was uh i can't remember the class that she was in but it had to deal with how you deal with death and i just cannot remember how it how it was phrased or what the course was actually called but uh, uh when cindy went through it that's when we actually obtained the book and i was able to read it gotcha I'm, I was writing that down when uh, not everything you just said, but <laughs> the the, uh, the actual um, inter- what is it? Interview with Maury. Interview no, with Maury. Tuesday, Tuesdays with with Maury. Every <sighs> Tuesday, this gentleman would. Where go is over my there. brain today? Tuesdays <laughs> with Maury. Maybe <laughs> I need more creatine. Okay, so uh, let's go to the rating. Uh, let's continue on. I should say with the rating of possibly ineffective. So we talked about ALS. We talked, to, which is Lou Gehrig's disease, uh, low low bone mass. Um, there's no. Uh, it says it doesn't say much as, in terms of creatine being uh, able to help in terms of creating a greater deal of bone mass, which uh, happens. We 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 lose bone mass as we get older. Uh, that's 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 life, right? And there's yeah. so many different things we can do in order to create that. Creatine intake is not one of them. Uh, Insufficient evidence to rate effectiveness for. And some of the things here are long-term kidney disease. Uh, Early research shows that taking creatine might reduce muscle loss and improve nutrition in people with chronic kidney disease. 
but there's infa- there's not enough evidence to to rate the effectiveness of that finding, uh, and that's unfortunate, right? So, I mean, there's things of that nature, and and I'm going to tell you that it's something I want you guys to to look at um, when you talk about insufficient evidence to rate effectiveness for other things, um, depression. They haven't found enough evidence to say creatine helps with depression. Diabetes, not enough evidence. Early research shows it may work, but not enough evidence over a long period of time to actually say that creatine does indeed work for diabetics. Uh, Fatigue, uh, taking creatine might improve accuracy. As it says right here, I'm looking right at the article, on mental tasks and people with mental fatigue, but it doesn't seem to help people respond more quickly. So... I'm just giving you guys some examples of what is in this article when you can look at what are some of the things that creatine is good for and what do they rate as ineffective or insufficient evidence for when it comes to how effective could creatine be for me, right? Everybody has a situation. Does it work for you? Does it not work for you? Obviously, again, your doctor knows best, so... Get with them. Get with your trainer. All right. If you're a child, include not only your doctor and your trainer and your coach, but your parents first first and foremost. And make sure that they are all on board before you even think about doing anything when it comes to taking creatine. Uh, boy, there's just so much more we want to want to get into. And in our, our next episode, when we interview Ron the pharmacist, we are definitely going to do so much when it comes to tackling. Such topics as quantity, loading phase. What is loading phase? If I'm taking creatine, what is my loading phase? There is such thing as loading phase when you take a little bit more for a certain, you know, for a small period of time in the beginning, and then you kind of lean, you become lenient with the amount that you're taking over a longer period of time. The loading phase is usually about two weeks, I'll tell you that. Uh, so that's one thing we want to talk about is quantity with Ron the Pharmacist. Here's another thing we want to talk about next week, or I shouldn't even say next week because those of you who are listening to this 10 months from now, the next episode, you just got to click the episode below this one. What medications may or may not cause complications when taken with creatine? That's a good question right there that I think Ron the Pharmacist can talk about. And what food and drink may cause complications when taking creatine? Now, I did see something in the research article where there's not a whole lot of sufficient research on food being a problem when taking creatine. But as far as drink goes, take a guess, caffeinated drinks, because we just talked about caffeine not that long ago. What was Ron, the pharmacist's personal journey, uh, as far as maybe him taking creatine or, or possibly some of his clients? Uh, you know, what are the most popular questions about the supplement they may ask him? So you definitely want to stay tuned for sure to get another extremely informative show about this particular supplement. But before we end today's show, let me point out one more thing we will touch on next week. Young people, when and how should you take creatine? When is it not good for you? What role, as I said earlier, earlier, do your parents play? Do not miss the next episode I definitely want you young people listening to this and understanding if creatine is okay for you or not. Parents, you should be listening along with them.
And there you have it. Uh, that there goes next week's preview right there. We just we just did it right there. So that's perfect. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we we wrap this up? No, I mean, there's just so much information in that article. And I just I, I really encourage people to take time. Don't tell us you don't have time. You have time. Take time to research and look at that article. And you know what the beauty of it is, though, Joe? They might find something that they don't understand. And then they can do that thing that you explain to them about reaching out to us and asking us questions and we could do an entirely different show on that would be the, that would be the benefit of looking at that article and having questions for us. Sure would. Well, until then, I want to remind all of you, be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast service. And also if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or opinions, like we said, you can always leave us a message via the link in this episode's description. And finally, remember to join us each week as we release new episodes every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening. And I, Joe, let me tell you this: as we as we head off into the abyss, let me tell you this. What's that? I I feel that that was one of the greatest comebacks ever in Two Brothers One Mike's short history. When that '80s moment popped into my head. You got a good save. I'm going to give you a good save with the Jordans. I'll give you a good save. Well, I'm going to tell you it was by the skin of our teeth because Mannequin was 1987. Three short years later, you would have been out of the 70s and 80s. That's okay. We're going, we'll go to the 90s someday. But, again, a fantastic save on my part. I don't even know what to say. I, I'm, not, 